Welcome to Drunk on Social, the symposium, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. By now, you certainly know that Instagram is a social media platform that is arguably the most important platform to establish your brand and business as we head into the future. Understanding that growing a following is simply what the world tells you is important, but in actuality is purely vanity with very little results. And that's why we have come to really appreciate and endorse Michelle Berman with the Instagram Power Method, who teaches you how to actually connect with ideal clients and attract them to you without having to sell. Michelle comes from a place of practicing what she preaches, as she has built her business 100% through organic Instagram leads. Everything is rooted in sales psychology and conversation based on tapping into the brains of your ideal client. Vanity metrics are for, well, vanity. Go connect with Michelle today. Check out PowerMethodMasterclass.com. That's PowerMethodMasterclass.com and be prepared to change your business's life. Drunk on Social, the symposium listeners, we appreciate you and wanted to share the wisdom, the absolute fire that was shared at our first live event, Social Genius. We brought in some of the biggest names in social media, and now we're repurposing that content to share it with you on the podcast. In this episode, London Laserson, TikTok superstar with over 6 million followers, talks about the importance of finding your niche and going all in on creating content. Oh, uh, what's up? Thanks for being on. And for those of you who don't know, London, London rocks. Now you have to go find him on TikTok right now and Instagram. Doesn't matter which one, but on TikTok, dude, the last time we talked, you were about to hit 5 million and then you like hit that in a day. Now you're like at five <laughs> and a half million. Yeah. <laughs> Insane, man. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. TikTok. TikTok's amazing and so fun <laughs> well thanks for thanks for doing this thanks for being on uh let's get right into it for those of you who don't know london you've got to check him out on tiktok check him out on instagram he's he's a massive influencer he is funny he's smart the guy actually does a <laughs> lot of research and london when we talked and we went deep into the processes that you have i think so many people on all different levels when it comes to business can learn from that. The one thing that stood out was when you said, Hey, Tristan, we have to find our, our niches. Right. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's so so easy because Jeff's always preaching that Uh, Michelle too. So London, welcome to social genius. You are one. Thanks for being on. And I (laughs) hope everybody follows you. So, and thanks for everybody who put this on. This is awesome. Thanks, man. You might, you know what? You might see D Rock jump in in a little bit. Kind of, we'll kind of like have a, a fallback between both of you. So that should be cool. kind of fun. London, let's get started, man. Why TikTok? TikTok. <laughs> Why? So everybody, everybody asks me that, and I think I think TikTok is starting to prove itself more and more as a you know social media just because of how entertaining it is 
And I think the reason why it is so entertaining is because you can see everyday people making content. On Instagram, I think we talked about this on the podcast, but on Instagram, you either need, you know, big bills or big butts. And <laughs> yeah, very if true. you don't have if you don't have a lot of money or a good butt, you know, it's kind of hard to grow on there. And uh, I didn't have either. So Dude, I, don't, I don't have a big butt, Jeff. How's your butt, man? Yeah, <laughs> I got. I'm gonna leave that one alone. I think. I think Jeff's. I think Jeff's. Uh, I think Jeff's got it. But uh, you know, and what I mean by that is Instagram is so curated. Everybody has a nice camera now. You have to learn how to edit. You have to learn how to Photoshop your photos. You have. You really have to learn how to make sure that each moment on Instagram is perfect. And that's exactly what TikTok doesn't like i mean i i put a lot of editing and a lot of thought process into my content and i will say that the ones i spend the most time on thinking and editing and making sure it's perfect perform the worst so they really want they really want to capture that authenticity and i think that's why a lot of creators like myself are jumping from platform from instagram and youtube to tiktok i still think youtube is probably the most important but um, that's why everybody's migrating to TikTok right now. In my opinion, is that they can they can really show who they are, who they want to be, without having to put a filter, or or without having to, you know, spend as much time editing. Because honestly, if any of the creators are on here, editing is you know a big bottleneck. Uh, I mean, a ten minute YouTube video that's just ridiculous. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's very, you know, it's hard to do. So I think, I think it's just to, just to answer your question. I think TikTok, why TikTok? Because it's authentic and entertaining. That's very true. London, yeah. London, how long, how long have you been on TikTok? I will be on TikTok or yeah, just, just over two years. So give me the date. Like when, when did you start? What month of what year? So I, I can't remember when they merged with Musical.ly, but when, when they merged with Musical.ly, I posted about four or five videos that I had already made. And then I laid off it for about a year. So I really got on TikTok in at the end or summer, summer of 2019, I, I believe. I, I'm, a, I'm a TikToker. You think I remember what I did two years ago? <laughs> I, well, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm, I'm curious. And here's why. Uh, so I, I, uh, my daughter, she was 13. No, I guess she wasn't 13 at the time. I, it, was, it was the spring of 2019 when she introduced it to me. So she was a teenager, okay. right? So obviously, and it took me about six months to really embrace it and be like, okay, this is legit. And I see where yeah. this is going. And then it was the fall of 19. I was like, Tristan, dude, we have got to jump in on this. Right. I started speaking about it at real estate conferences and everybody looked at me like I was an idiot. They told me I was an idiot <laughs> and and here we are. And, and first right. of all, I've been on it. So I've been on it about as long as you and I've, uh, you and I are very similar. I have 33,000 followers to your 5 million. What the hell am I not doing <laughs> that, that I suck so bad? Come on, man. Uh, you're not doing, you're not doing anything wrong. I think it's your time, your time will come. And that's what I, that's what I tell everybody who's serious about the platform, but I didn't start posting regularly until uh, March of 2020. So here's my first suggestion for somebody who is on it, maybe as much as you or not, or who wants to be, you know, who wants to be a TikToker or just get exposure, right? 
because my my whole thing was I don't necessarily want to be a TikToker, but I wanted to go where the exposure was. And I saw that my friends across the street who aren't even content creators were getting millions of views. And I'm, I'm like, okay, I, I can do that. So I was going for exposure. And so the, the, something I actually learned in sales, cause I was in sales, unfortunately, <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I did door to door sales in 2017. Nice. And my boss told me, he said, you know, we were at the gate of a neighborhood and he goes, all right, there's a hundred houses in this neighborhood. Two of them are going to buy. All right. So two, two of these houses are going to buy what you're selling. You just have to find which door it's going to be. And that kind of wrapped my head around this concept of virality and TikTok. So if we, if we kind of make a, you know, an analogy there with TikTok, it's like, here's a hundred videos, London, that you created. We'll let two, like TikTok's talking to you, we'll let two go viral. You just have to make a hundred videos. And so that's always my challenge to people who are like, oh, dude, I've seen you on TikTok. I want to, you know, I want to try. What do you suggest? And I say, put out a hundred videos this month. And then you tell me Whoa. which videos got 10,000 views, which videos got a hundred thousand views and which videos got no views. And then we can kind of, we can kind of see your niche. And once you find a video that hits like a hundred thousand to a million, I rewrite that video about 10 to 20 times and just make it kind of different and re purpose that content again to gain to gain exposure so many people want to create new content every day on tiktok which is important but so many creators miss out on the algorithm not remembering your viral videos so if you scroll through my page for about five minutes you're going to notice every once in a while i repurpose my most viral videos and they almost go viral every single time to a brand new audience Meaning I'm using the same piece of content a couple times a year that, you know, got 20 million views the first time, maybe 5 million views the second time, maybe six the third to gain exposure. Because right now it's just an exposure game on, on TikTok. So if you're really stressing over content and you have a viral video, I would consider reposting that this week. <laughs> Just upload the same video, repost it as if it's brand new content because the algorithm won't remember. Dude, I love that. And Jeff, you've got a few viral videos you need to repost. I'm I'm oh. making a note to myself right now. <laughs> all this week, okay? All right. Because he said, dude, uh, uh, what? How many? A hundred videos in a month, and then yeah. So that's what I did in March of 2020 when I was switching to TikTok. I'm like, I gotta go hard. I gotta go as hard as I can. So I did three videos a day for uh one month just i spent that's what i spent all my time doing and after my nine to five job i was a creative director at an ad agency so it was just video all day every day and um yeah i had a hundred thousand followers in the first 30 days damn all right now i know what to do let me you should have just told me that earlier i tried i sent you a letter <laughs> 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 thanks man thanks. Uh, there, there are some questions here first of all yes he looks like an older version of Macaulay Culkin <laughs> which is amazing I love that home alone yep. Uh, yep. Patty's saying the demographic of TikTok skews to, towards younger people how would you yeah. suggest that people uh, solopreneurs entrepreneurs use this to target the right demographic for themselves that are using TikTok yeah yeah when I when I, I get that 
question from brands all the time. They're like, ah, your followers don't even have credit cards. I'm like, <laughs> but they, those, the followers that don't will and the followers that do will find the product, right? So TikTok's algorithm is so great. Like when me and my wife are laying in bed watching TikTok on our different phones, we're getting completely different feeds from each other. And I think that's the beauty of it. You know, she's watching recipes and I'm watching comedies, right? And I think for every brand, there is that, uh, you know, the highly potent stream of people who want to watch that type of content. So for like, you know, business hacks or whatever, there is hundreds of thousands of people on that feed every day, just watching, you know, business, business content. Yes, the majority are kids. And it's kind of funny. The only people I ever get recognized by are kids. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I, I would just say, again, it's just a, it's just a content, it's just a content game. If you're, if you're a business or a brand or a, you know, entrepreneur, you just have to, you just have to keep iterating your content, keep posting and kind of let TikTok feed that content to the right person. Don't worry about, don't worry about the age because all, all ages are on it. I mean, you guys are on it. I'm on it. You know, it's like, we're all, we're all scrolling it, whether we admit it or not. Yep, that's very true, man. And look, they're just and, all, and Tristan, can I comment on sure go can ahead. I comment on that real quick? Because I, 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 I kind of want to ask you some questions. Because I noticed somebody said made made a, a comment about China. It was, it was a communist, I think, was the was the word they used. Which that yeah. has been squelched, by the way. If you're not, if you haven't been paying attention, you know, TikTok broke off and it's owned by, uh, it owned and the securities run by Oracle now, which is an American company, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I don't want to I, here's the thing i want to pick your brain on because i hear it i get it like i love tiktok for what it is but i love it more than anything for the content creation piece to then create content to then post back to their platforms because yeah. it's an all-in-one tool right it's yeah. it's got so many features but when we're talking about this audience piece of it i think so many people just check out and they're just hey it's not for me and i mm-hmm. i really truly believe that tiktok's technology. TikTok's platform is the future of social media. Instagram will continue to, co- to copy it like they have with Reels. And yeah. I just think it's so important for, for business professionals to embrace it just for the sake of understanding how to use it. So when that time potentially comes, they're ready. What do yeah. you have to say for that, just for that general mindset? Yeah. I mean, Here's what I tell brands. And I was actually telling a, a uh, public speaker this on the phone the other day. I said, imagine if you walked into a, let's say your, your booking agent booked a speaking engagement and she didn't tell you how many people were going to be there, right? So you plan, your, you plan your speech or whatever, whatever you're going to teach. And you walk in and there's a stadium of 17 million people. <laughs> That's literally TikTok. True. Your booking agent is TikTok. They say, hey, post this video. You know, five people might be there, but there is always the chance that hundreds of millions of people show up. There's always that chance. So it's like, why not? And then I asked the same question. I'm like, okay, so you're going to post your, your business content to Instagram. How many followers do you have? And they say, oh, I have 50,000. I was like, okay, so you can expect like 5,000 likes every post, right? And they go, yep. I'm like, how boring, 
how boring is that? On TikTok, you could have 50,000 followers. And yes, you could only get 1,000 likes, but you could also get 150,000 likes and 12,000 comments and 42,000 new followers from one video. So just that, that is what TikTok is banking on right now is the what if factor. There's no what if on Instagram for some people, you know, it happens. It still happens every once in a while, but with every video I post to TikTok, I'm like, another day, another dollar. I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> on Instagram. On Instagram, I'm like, all right, well, I'll probably get 32 comments. That's my average and about 4,000 likes. Great. You know, I don't even check. And so it's, it, that, that's kind of my advice to, you know, these, these business people is like, if you could, you know, if you could go talk to a room full of people and you have no idea how many people are in that room, would you still do it? If you believe in yourself and you believe in what you're teaching, you would still do it no matter if there's five people listening or 50,000 people listening. And that's, that's kind of the beauty of TikTok. I love that. I, I think the same principles apply too, though, Tristan. Like when we were talking about uh, with Rory, we were talking about how, you know, personal content, right? And, and on TikTok, you, you said it best, like find what your audience wants essentially is what you're saying. And I'm going to use yeah. myself as an example. I, I, I just test this stuff because we, we, the things that we do, I'm not necessarily looking to, to go deep in a community or anything like that. But for example, the stuff that's gone viral for me is specific around the Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, it's boating. It's that sort of thing. It's cool. fast boats. It's big boats. And, and, I, you know, I always like, I always had struggled like, okay, well, how am I going to turn this into business? And the answer is really actually simple. It's like, if I'm a real estate agent or a sales professional in, in the Lake of the Ozarks area, you could duplicate what I'm doing. You live there. You can go out and create so much content that's going to go crazy viral. Then you sprinkle in your business content in between there. Maybe it's not going to get a fraction of the engagement, but it's going to get seen. It's going to be a digital billboard. People are going to remember what you do. They're going to like you already because they follow your viral content. And voila, all of a sudden, when they need to go buy or sell a home, who are they going to think of first? The person that pops up on their TikTok every damn day. Right. Yep. It's, it's, it's the same concept and it just applies to TikTok, just slightly different. That's yeah. just my take. I don't know what you think. No, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, and it's just, just to your point too, there's, there's just endless possibilities. Once you find, once you find that niche, like if you're a, if you, if you have a, just a random video of you on a boat, go viral, why not pitch your business on the boat that you just went viral on? You know what I mean? Dude, yeah. Jeff. He just gave you a piece to go viral on. <laughs> he doesn't have to send you a letter. <laughs> I would like a letter. I would love a letter, actually. Love yeah. it. Quick question for you. Yeah. When it comes yeah. to everything actually starting on TikTok, because it does now, yeah. trending oh, yeah. viral, uh, how important is it to then send people to your other social platforms? And is that actually happening? Yeah, hundred percent. And that's just back to my point is like, go where the exposure is. Right. So I tried to crack Instagram for like four years and nothing ever happened. I was putting up, you know, a comedy a day for about a year. And, and we talked about this on the podcast and I gained like 800 followers. And it's not about gaining followers, right. It's about building community and bringing value to people's lives. But, a, but a following is a good indicator that you might be bringing value to people unless you're infamous which I actually might be on the line of that in some regard. <laughs> uh, but you, um, 
yeah, everything, everything starts on, starts on TikTok. So I, my Instagram is now growing, growing daily, just, just because it's in my, you know, my bio link or whatever. I've got one of those link tree things and, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just fun to see, you know, for me, it's fun to see my hard work. Cause if you look at my Instagram and my TikTok side by side, they're, they're very different. I try to make my Instagram content higher quality, more curated. And my TikTok content is just kind of like mindless, like what TikTok likes to see. So it's nice when I get some, some traction on my Instagram for the stuff that I spend weeks on. Right. And I think the next big push and where I lack is YouTube. You know, that's, that's kind of where I'm beginning to make the push is now I'm full time. I have employees, editors who are going to start helping me because pretty much up until this point, I've done it all on my own and it's just getting too crazy. <laughs> well, dude, tell yes, me, exposure, the exposure does trickle. Tell me how you were able to, and this is for everybody listening in on any platform. It doesn't matter where you're at. Tell me the process of creating the content. Like, do you plan this out? Did you find your niche? What does it look like on a daily basis that you now are saying, hey, I'm curating this content, or at least I'm scheduling so I know what I'm going to do next. What does that look like? Yep. So I, I create 10 pieces of content every Tuesday. So every Tuesday, my content creator and my assistant come over and we shoot content all day. Usually it's split about 70-30 between my own content and brand deals. So we're shooting about, you know, three to five brand deals a week. And then about, you know, five to 10 TikToks or YouTube videos or real specific videos uh, a week. And then we edit them all on Wednesday and then they get scheduled out. I don't actually schedule out. I still do all my own posting because I, you know, want to be in charge of that. I want to watch that. I want to answer to comments and all those things. And I know if I put it into a scheduler, I would not be interacting with my community as much. So yeah, it's just every week on Tuesday, we batch shoot. I think that's another thing that's really important. If you're wanting to be a creator, you're going to hurt yourself and your mentality. If you're shooting every single day, it's hard. I mean, I end up shooting something every day, whether it's a little Instagram bit or, you know, for my stories or something, but I'm, I'm talking about like the curated, like scripted content we shoot once a week. And that's really actually saved my mental health is, okay, I know the other six days of the week, you know, I don't have to be in front of the camera if I don't want to, you know, I don't have to be creating content and always be thinking of content. Now I'm editing, I'm responding to emails. I'm out, you know, outsourcing more help or, you know, doing outreach. It's, it's kind of a perfect formula for what I'm trying to achieve. Dude, to me, that what you just said is, and we had some amazing people on, like Brendan Kane, right, and, and Rory. But what you just said to me speaks the most loud and is the most valuable for businesses because we're always as a business tried to, trying to fit this in. We we know we need to take it seriously, right? right? But we don't set a time for it. And what you just said is, look, why don't you? And by the way, after we did our podcast, this is exactly what I did. <laughs> I, used, I used Tuesdays, right? But saying, hey, look, let's take three hours on a Tuesday and yeah. 
Now I've outlined what I'm going to post to TikTok, Instagram, what I'm going to shoot for YouTube, because I've outlined it. I know I'm going to go ahead and do it. And I've got my video guys, if you have some, or I'm going to do this on my phone. But now you're treating it like a business. Dude, this is this is the most valuable piece of the whole event for me right there. <laughs> well, let me, I mean, let me say this too. One more, one more yeah, thing, London, yeah. if I can, if I can say something. The, the other thing that he said was, this guy's got 5 million followers. I'm not going to ask him how much money he's making as a creator. I know he's doing well. But let me tell you this. L listen to what he said. I still take the time to post my own stuff. And, and London, we hear this from people all the time. They're like, I want to do social media, but I don't want to actually have to do it. And it's like, listen, yeah, you will it will never work. Yeah. You, you can subscribe to a service that can, can create auto posts for you, but you still have to get in there and engage. You have to play the game. Uh, this is why Social Coach is such a powerful app that we'll talk a little bit more about later. Uh, but I love that you said that. A, batch create, and B, you gotta, you gotta be invested. If you're not, social media will not work for you. Yeah. Well, and I want to, I just want to share this one story. I was going to post it on my LinkedIn, but it's a little bit, it's a little bit too early to post. But so when I was understanding content creators and YouTubers and Viners in 2015, when I was trying to like figure out how I was going to do that, and this was way back in 2015, I heard from like Buzzfeed or something that Logan Paul build $150,000 to Dunkin Donuts for one video. And that single headliner has stuck with me for five, six years now. And I, I mean, that, that, that headliner literally became a mantra in my life. $100,000, one video, $100,000, one video. Now remember, it's not about the money, but I'm like, if I can make one video and gain most, you know, a good salary from one video, I don't think there's anything else I, I you know, any other career I'd rather, I'd rather do. And to pat myself on the back, I just uh, got a deal with Dunkin' Donuts yesterday. So I'm like, <laughs> wait, 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 are they going to, are they going to give you a special drink? No drink, no drink. It's for, a, it's for an upcoming like Halloween theme thing. Oh, but dude. I was just like, it just, I mean, it gave me chills, you know, because this whole, for six years, I've been saying in my head, well, you know, you know, one video, 100K, they're not paying me 100K, but one video, 100K, <laughs> one video, 100K, one video, 100K, you know, just build value, gain a following and, you know, brands, brands will find you. And it's just, it's just so perfect. It's just so telling to me that the brand that's been stuck in my back of my head, it's not like I want to work with Dunkin' Donuts, like Dunkin' Donuts. It's just funny that that's, the brand that set me on this journey because I saw that headline. I'm like, how is it possible that these creators are making so much money? Dude, first, congratulations. That's thank you, thank pretty, you. <laughs> that's pretty awesome, man, to see that. Congrats on that. And then Eden says, maybe a donut named after London? <laughs> One donut. Oh, dude, you already thought of this. <laughs> the One donut. There we go. The London. That's, that's so good. You've done you've done a chicken sandwich too. I guess that, is that a is that a deal as well? We did. Yeah, I've done Zaxby's and Cane Raising Canes. Yeah. Uh, so oh. far, I mean, we worked with I worked with Kimball Musk on his Omaze giveaway uh, through my Tesla videos. You know, Chobani and, and and just for any 
I mean, if there's any business people on here that kind of want to talk shit about big businesses not caring about TikTok, Chobani literally is shutting down most of their Instagram and Facebook influencer or just marketing. They're they're like going full on TikTok in in uh, the last half of this year, and I mean they're a billion dollar yogurt brand. So it's like, you know, once the big boys move over. Also, Apple did their first influencer campaign on TikTok. Awesome. Dude, I love that. And then McKinley says Kane Kane's is life. Just so Kane's you know. is life. Yeah. Kane's <laughs> is life. Kane's <laughs> is life. All right. Question for you, man, because people yeah. are, are, are wondering, well, where how do I find my niche? Right. Maybe they, yeah. they don't want to do the hundred videos in, in 30 days because right. not everybody's at that level. What would you suggest? Because you found your niches, right? How, yep. how did you find them and how would you suggest or how would you suggest people go about finding theirs? Yeah, so two things. I think we all know what kind of content we wanna make, right? We are, like in the back of our head, we're like, well, I really do like muffins. I really like muffins and I wanna be the muffin man, you know? But then you think, well, nobody's gonna like my muffin videos, right? You should still do the muffin videos. You should do what the back of your head is telling you and what you've always wanted to do. So for me, I became obsessed with Tesla, you know, ever since they launched and stuff and I was watching Tesla. And so the way I found my first niche, which you need three of them, in my opinion, the way I found my first one is I started watching all the Tesla videos on YouTube when I was about to buy my first Tesla. And what I noticed is that their view count was extremely high, hundreds of millions of views a week. But the personalities behind these views was boring as hell. It was nerdy. It was monotone. It was not fun to watch. And so I thought maybe I could up the ante a little bit, be, be funnier, be louder, and do Tesla content. So that, you know, that's where I first went viral. And then, you know, my whole life, it's been a joke that I look like Kevin McAllister from home alone. So I'm like, maybe I'll do a joke. And I mean that, that, so that one was a complete accident, but I found that niche through the hundred video challenge because, you know, once you hit 20 videos, you, you kind of say, Oh shit, well, um, I need more ideas. <laughs> so you really, you really push yourself to find your other niche, but I would just say, start with whatever your first idea was. If you're going to do something funny, if you're going to do something inspirational, if you're going to, I, I don't know, do community, you know, dance, like whatever it is, do what you always thought you'd do first and then do a lot of it and you will find your three niches. So mine are like Tesla, Kevin McAllister video, and this is for TikTok specifically, and uh, comedies, because comedies is what I ultimately just want to do. I just want to do funny videos that have nothing to do with anything. They're just relatable and comical. But those ones are really hard to get to go viral. So again, it just goes back to quantity of content. If you put out a lot of content, you'll find your niche because people will watch the videos that are meant to be watched. I love it. He, he calls them niches, Tristan. We call them pillars of content, but it's all the same all principles. Same. All the same. So, so good, man. London, you, you ever heard of Gary V and this guy named D Rock? You ever heard of these guys? Yes. Uh, guess who's coming up next? D Rock has joined us. D Rock has joined us. We're going to segue over. D -D 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 London, thank you so much for being on your. 
D, <laughs> London, you guys, you guys need to hook up. D Rock, you need to hook up with London. He's, yes. I, mean, I mean, he's a very attractive guy. I might have to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my girlfriend would be pumped about that, but why not? Tristan needs the, the younger lingo update. There you go. There you go. London, thanks for being on. We hey, thanks, guys, you. so much. Yep. And London, great job, man. Thanks, D Rock. Thanks, brother. So, uh, so good, uh, good luck. They're super mean. <laughs> Actually, Jeff. I, I know this group. I know they are. They tend to be pretty brutal. <laughs> All right, later, guys. Well, thanks, London. Thanks, brother. Thanks for listening to Drunk on Social, the symposium. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated.